Welcome to the Virtual Power Teams podcast, the number one podcast for working remotely and building powerful virtual teams. My name is Peter Ivanov, international keynote speaker and author of the book Virtual Power Teams, translated in six languages. Tune in every Tuesday for the very latest in virtual leadership or visit my website, peter-ivanov.com. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the speakers. Welcome to the participants. We have an exciting AI roundtable today about driving new business value with AI. And we have even more exciting speakers lined up today. Let me give a short uh, introduction. So we have a quite a quite a nice mix. Uh, if I start with the ladies, we have uh, Evelina Nikolova joining from Sofia, and she's a general manager of Schneider Electric for um, a number of countries in Southeast Europe. Then we have Lara Prospero joining us from Lisbon, 30, 30 degrees, quite hot. <laughs> and Lara is a global uh, learning and development manager um, for Microsoft. So she brings another great perspective. And then last but not least, we have Eddie Short living in London, but joining us from Lithuania. And he used to be a partner in a big four company. And now he's heading exciting uh, digital businesses. So we have all perspective, consultancy, you know, the big Microsoft shaping the AI space and then the general manager adopting the AI. <clears throat> Let me kick it off with uh, the first question, which is um, related to culture. So let's just warm with culture. Incorporating AI into uh, the business it's not just about automation, which you know the previous um, technology or industrial revolution brought. It is about a cultural shift, and there is a lot of fears in the employees. So, who of you would like to share maybe some strategies or examples of how your organization is successfully fostering a culture of AI adoption, as I like to call it, from fear to flourish among the employees on uh, various levels. Would like to start. I, I think I can go first. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending when you're joining us from. Um, the culture is probably the most uh, relevant point for incorporating any kind of change. And AI is not different from other changes. It's probably more disruptive. So at Microsoft, uh, several years back, we have. Um, under Satya's Nadella leadership, we have changed from the know-it-all attitude, because that's how we were 15 years ago, uh, to a learn-it-all attitude. So the way that we approach novelty in, in the company is usually surrounded by a high level of humbleness together with curiosity. So it's very interesting to see from the top leaders to the frontline engineers, everyone eager to give it a try. Uh, we do have the fear as well. So uh, some roles fear for the fact that they may lose their jobs, but it's not their first thought. So we also bring uh, a little bit of fun when we make any kind of change. So for instance, in our team, we are using that chat GPT to improve how we communicate by email. And the ones using it, we can just sign our emails and add a little star and um, with support from ChatGPT, making it clear that we had an extra help. So we're creating the habit. 
and a very recent situation that happened in my case. So we are now defining our priorities for our fiscal year. And some of my team members, they have used ChatGPT to do their write-ups on how they will address um, their priorities to have a bigger impact. And that was super, super helpful. The core priorities were the same, but the write-ups were much more uh, straight to the point and help them to understand how they can create a bigger impact. So it's an enabler, not uh, the boogie boogie man that is here to uh, to make us feel bad and afraid. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you, Lara. And we all know that Microsoft is shaping the AI space. So you're using the generative AI from another vendor. But in terms of, you know, jump-started AI initiatives, you know, Microsoft is leading the space. Is any one of the other speakers would like to, to add something, maybe some other example or a strategy? I think, I think um, as, as I'm working in the, I'm saying probably in the consulting space, but now in private equity, we have a number of companies uh, and I think culturally, um, people um, are still, I would say, still waking up to the transformative nature of AI. People, many people think it's new because they yeah, had GPT is kind of bound onto the scene a year ago, but actually it's been uh, coming through for a number of years, machine learning, reinforcement learning, uh, and it will be, it, it does give a significant amount of new capabilities for a lot of people, but it will also be, in my opinion, the, the most transformative uh, capability uh, that industry has ever seen. And I think people have talked like messiahs about things like blockchain and metaverse and big data. Uh, I'm going to say those are basically very, very minor things compared to the impact that AI will have. And I think um, uh, we have to wake up to the fact that it will be significantly transforming to society as well as the business. Uh, we'll create lots of new jobs uh, and lots of new roles and will help a lot of people to become higher performers. That will also involve quite a lot of people having to find new jobs and new careers. And, and some of those may take quite some time. And I think that's something that we have to wake up to as business leaders and actually work with government uh, and society to because this is uh, this is going to impact many if not all of us in some respect and uh, so uh, i try to promote that online but also with all the companies who say how do you embrace it but also uh, what's in it for, for you as individuals but also recognize that uh, this is not going away uh, and we have to embrace it and look at how it enhances our Yes. opportunities and if it if it changes look for new opportunities so. yes excellent so thank you eddie and um, maybe to um there is a chinese company which is uh advertising it's a gaming company something with dragon apologies i don't have the name right now but they have their ceo is actually ai so they really went much ahead and we have now uh Iverina nikolova she's a general manager of uh, schneider um as AI technologies, you know, they evolve very rapidly and Heidi just gave a brief um, overview on that. It's critical to stay ahead of the curve. So Ivelina, how do you see the role of the general manager or even CEO, if you step a bit, is evolving now in this AI-driven landscape? If I follow the um, suggestion that Heidi just uh, made and uh, uh, the, the, the trends in the AI, if we want to stay ahead of the curve, 
general managers should start immediately looking for a job. That's why mm. <laughs> that's my prediction. Okay. <laughs> and now, uh, in more seriousness, uh, it's a it's a time of uh, absolute dramatic change in the mindset about how we lead a company. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if uh, if you realize it, but for the first time in the modern history, the industrial revolution is going to take away the jobs, not of the blue collar workers, but the white collar workers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all have to, we all in our industries have to think about how we go through this next challenge. Um, luckily, we are not foreign to um, learning new things. And uh, I am myself pretty confident that uh, we'll be able to find a way to adapt AI to our own needs and fit it nicely within the day-to-day -day, um, work so that uh, we rather collaborate and co-create rather than we are two opposing parties that fight for for our existence under the 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 blue sky. So back to the question, what the role of the general manager is going to be? And of course, that's absolutely my reading about it. Um, we should become more and more comfortable to based on uh, to to make decisions in choices based on seemingly random um, data points that the AI will put together for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, our job will not be so much to use our own gut feeling and, and intellect and ability to read through those data points and, uh, and find the links between them, but more to rely on the recommendations that come top down from that AI. Uh, and the competition between the companies will become not so much on who is leading them and what personal qualities those person those people have, but more towards what quality they are the AI that they are using is. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, because the, the managers will be just the ones that implement the advice or the strategic directions and the tactical recommendations that the AI has produced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, right now, again, we are not foreign to using uh, big data, um, read through the numbers. And again, the quality of our decisions is purely based on that ability of ours. And typically, that's what the leader needs to, to, to have as a personal quality and skill and be able to translate that data into a strategy in the future it will be will be given to us yes. and uh, my prediction is that, that those who are opposed to change mm -hmm. <laughs> will are more likely to fail than those who embrace the change so as general managers our uh, since this huge portion of our daily work will be taken away uh, we will be the ones to uh, in fact have this flexibility to implement creative solutions that are advised by the AI to change uh, 
directions pretty rapidly based on the new data points that the AI has processed. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, we need to have more emotional intelligence to manage our organizations through the change. And again, making them adopt um, AI and collaborate and co-create and customize our customers' products based on um, the new information that we'll keep receiving on a daily basis. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Very profound insights. And as a general trend, they say decision-making will be shifted from senior management, which currently is approving based, this, based on their experience, gut feeling and seniority in the end, will be shifted down the organization. So organizations getting flatter and the more AI evolves and gets smarter, the more junior management and even the end employees will be empowered to make those decisions. So it's changing all the way through from general manager to the top. Now, question maybe for Eddie. Eddie, you, you've been a partner in a big four uh, and you've been uh, in an executive leadership position in, in, in various companies. Now, if you take your consulting hat, um, consulting companies are playing a key role in advising and you know, guiding other businesses in AI adoption. What do you think are the key trends and challenges right now that you have a verse which observed uh, which will help the businesses to extract the maximum value of AI. Um, yeah, I think, Peter, you partly summarized by what we've already talked about. I, I think um, there is, um, but I, I would really see as the real challenge is to make, you say, uh, AI and data-powered AI to be, I would say, part of the DNA of your business Mm -hmm. Not it's got to be as I would say, built in, not a bolt on. Uh, you can't just have some super smart data scientists and some machine learning engineers in a in a team on the side doing some really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. It really has to be envisaged as part of the uh, uh, DNA of the business, and that means you need to also really have a big capability around how to visualize things. Kind of the classic consulting phrase of outside the box. But uh, you need to think of what is the art of the possible? What can, where can we get to in 18 to 24 months? But critically, what is the art of the probable? What can we get to in three months? Uh, and we need expertise of not what is the best practice in our industry. We need to look at what is leading opportunities in any industry because the capabilities do uh, opportunity, offers the opportunity to leapfrog performance leapfrog capable and so just doing what others are doing in your industry will not be sufficient in fact in many respects you know otherwise you just uh, just raise the bar so you have to be really capturing uh, the the best uh, of, of outside and i say thinking how can we completely disrupt our model uh, to be you know, where will our customers and use ai to think where do where our future customers need not where we think customers want what they want today, but where are our customers needs in the future? How can we then step change using AI to um, offer services that will be that? And, and that's going to be a level of change because if I characterize it, most senior executives are what I call operators. They are phenomenally good at uh, incremental improvements in terms of they deliver the numbers, they deliver 5%, 10%, 15% improvement year on year. They're doing different geographies. They're very financially strong, but now we are talking about step change and true disruption and transformation. And the term transformation is a very dirty word. People hate it. 
um, uh, and uh, because usually they get it wrong. And that's because you actually mm. need people who are, I would call them transformers, who can actually help you genuinely think outside the box, not to make incremental changes, but make step changes uh, and, and can bring that to life for you. So they have to show you what is possible. Um, as, a, it's as a consulting leader, as an industry leader, that, that's the key challenge. We have to make it real. Um, uh, and you know, genuinely just uh, look for micro-improvements. But it does involve taking risks. And as, as a working private equity and working with a lot of finance directors and CEOs, in effect, we don't really like to take, we like to take small risks, but now we're in a position where things are changing so fast that we'd like to make some bigger risks uh, if we want to have our business in place. And I think, I think with PwC's report, yes. CEO report recently said nearly 50% of CEOs thought their businesses might be disrupted out of existence in the next five to 10 years. So now is not the time for in incremental change, but that is taking most leaders outside their comfort zone. And that's where I suppose consultancy can really help. So. Yes. Excellent. Thank you, Eddie. And you mentioned visualizing as one of the trends, you know, one of the use cases, AI can build stories. So it's storytelling on your sales data and so on. So, um, yes, become smarter and help us, uh, which is, you know, storytelling was predominantly um, human thing, which drove human evolution. And now on a big data, AI seem to be able to, to drive good stories. Thank you for listening to this week's Virtual Power Teams podcast. Review and subscribe to get the latest episodes. And remember to pick up your copy of the book Power Teams Beyond Borders to create your own virtual power team. See you next week.